Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Psalm 23, 5. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 23, 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Many years ago, someone I served with became upset with me and began slandering me. While I wanted to believe others in our faith community knew us both well enough to see through her behavior, based on how some individuals responded, I realized that wasn't always the case. Not only was I deeply hurt by this woman, by those who listened to her and the situation overall, I also became increasingly insecure, fretting over how still others were yet to respond. God used today's verse and an event that followed to anchor me more deeply in his love and grace. In short, to remind me that regardless of what anyone else thought of me or said about me or how they responded to me, I am my calling were held secure in him and by him. David, ancient Israel's second king, who wrote today's verse, came to a similar realization. We've discussed his story in previous episodes, how through a prophet God anointed him as king over a decade before he actually took the throne, and how he spent those years in between enduring painful, difficult, and at times terrifying and often unjust treatment from one individual in particular, a man named Saul, Israel's first king, and therefore all the soldiers under Saul's command as well. While Saul didn't have a huge infantry, only about 3,000 foot soldiers, in fact, and a good number of them later defected to help David, I'm sure we would all consider 2,000 or even 1,000 enemies, for that matter, a sizable number, large enough to leave us feeling discouraged and defeated, emotions no doubt exasperated by the injustice of it all. Therefore, you can probably understand how David must have felt during his long fugitive season. Many of the Psalms preserved in Scripture reveal the depth of his anguish. In Psalm 6, verses 6 to 7, he wrote, quote, I am weary with my sighing. Every night I make my bed swim. I dissolve my couch with tears. My eye has wasted away with grief. It has become old because of all my adversaries, end quote. 
In the first verse of the next chapter, we read, quote, O Lord, my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me, or he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is none to deliver, end quote. And then in chapter 27, verse 13, again, speaking of his enemies, he said he would have despaired if he hadn't believed that he would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In other words, God and God's goodness were his only hope. The only things that kept him hanging on. But then we get to today's verse. While it appears in our Bibles after the one I just referenced, many scholars believe David wrote this passage near the end of his life as he looked back and reflected on all he had endured and all God had carried him through. In the first half of the psalm, he recalls how faithfully God had cared for him like a shepherd does their defenseless and dependent sheep. He'd ensured David had food to eat, water to drink, safe places to rest, and a steady hand to hold him during the darkest seasons of his life. While he may have experienced periods where he felt as if those dark times would never end and as if good would never come, years later, he could proclaim the faithfulness of his God. God indeed had prepared a table of abundance, a banquet of blessing for David. It's important to notice that this blessing and ultimately the fulfillment of David's calling occurred in the presence of his enemies. Expanding on this, David Guzik from The Enduring Word states, quote, table suggests bounty, prepare suggests foresight and care. Before me suggests the personal connection, adding in regard to the placement of the table, quote, the host's care and concern doesn't eliminate the presence of my enemies, but enables the experience of God's goodness and bounty even in their midst. End quote. Because God's favor towards us depend completely on him, on his heart for us, and the grace we receive through our faith in Jesus Christ. That can be easy to forget, that God is the one who watches over and blesses us, and that his blessings aren't dependent on our abilities or the opinions and reactions of others. No one can hinder what God has ordained, and he is never and never will be limited by our limitations. If you read today's verse in context, you might notice David's discussion of this feast directly followed his statement regarding walking through the shadow of death. This reminds us that God sees us and is with us in the valley, but he also sees all the good that's up ahead. Remembering that good indeed lies ahead infuses our souls with hope and strength. And finally, God anointed David's head with oil which was a common practice in Bible times when hosts refreshed travel-weary guests with fragrant oil. David, therefore, saw himself as God's honored guest. His statement regarding oil probably also conveyed his joy in knowing he and his position and provision were held secure by his heavenly Father, regardless of how fiercely his enemies tried to come against him. May we remember that as well. We may feel like we are in an alley right now. That table, that feast might feel so far ahead, but we know it's coming. God will and does anoint our head with oil. He prepares a table of abundance, of blessing, of provision in times of peace, but also when we are in the midst of our enemies, because we belong to the all-powerful, faithful, loving, ever-present, all-knowing, creator of the universe. And we have access to him to connect deeply with him because of our faith in Jesus Christ, his son. And it is in Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. 
If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.